Hello, IABC Edmonton members, and welcome to a recap of our latest professional development session. Jennifer Mittock, I'm the Assistant Communications Director at Alberta Environment and Parks, and I look after a digital communications team. The discussion was about how do you manage this new function that uh, I think for the past number of years has been either tossed between marketing, communications and IT, and how do you leverage it in a way that can help the organization achieve its goals. Our professional development sessions are a great way to sharpen your skills and learn some new ones. Part of me thinks that there's not that much that is that new. I'm, I'm always looking for, well, what's the, what's the equivalent in the real world that we've been dealing with? And how do we apply the practice around dealing with that to the online world? Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This is Marvin Polis, one of the past presidents of IABC Edmonton and currently president of Stimulant Strategies and Stimulant Media Productions. I'm at the Digital Strategy Conference, which is a conference that's being put on by the Edmonton chapters of the CPRS and IABC. And I have in the room with me Jennifer Mittock. She is the Assistant Director of Digital Strategies for Alberta Environment and Parks. She's just finished her presentation. It was actually part of a panel presentation. Jennifer, what was the gist of this? There was a lot of discussion about digital and how digital has really changed traditional communications, the traditional communications function within organizations, and I think has brought um, some changes to the um, IT uh, section within organizations. The discussion was about how do you manage this new function that uh, I think for the past number of years has been either tossed between marketing, communications and IT, and how do you leverage it in a way that can help the organization achieve its goals knowing that so much of our society is now online and um, and not, not just confined to their desktops but using the, the, the mobile applications, the um, tablets and the smartphones. So it's really critical to be thinking about the kinds of things, the, the kind of messaging that you're delivering, the way that you're positioning your product, your brand, um, because at any time from anywhere, your customers or stakeholders uh, could be tapping into a YouTube video or reading a piece of content on a website or transacting with you um, through a web-based application. So it's re I think a lot of the discussion was about this mix between the traditional comms and IT functions and sort of setting a path for it and, and really understanding all of the pieces that are necessary in making a successful project. Now the title of your panel discussion was Becoming a Digital First Communication Team. How do you, so to speak, herd the cats because really the responsibility is partly IT, partly communications, partly marketing. How do you bring everybody together? You know, I think that for me that's been a challenge over the last 20 years of my career and I, and I continue to do that. I think there's more awareness now in organizations that this digital piece is of extreme importance because a news story can break overnight and it becomes what your organization deals with the next day. While there's a lot of awareness, I think what's difficult and what I learned from this session um, in listening to Matt speak and just some of the questions that came from the audience is that we work in these organizations that have these very traditional functions of uh, program area, business units, um, finance, marketing, IT that are very, uh, they have very distinct roles. They've been around for a long time. They're very well developed and this digital piece, while it's not necessarily new, I mean the internet's been around for a long time, but people's use of it 
has been steadily growing. And for communicators, primarily those of us that are working on and leading digital teams, it's continuously bringing that to the forefront during meetings, during discussions, through emails, that our customers, our citizens, are continuously interacting with us even though we don't know it and we may not hear about it um, we may not hear that somebody has a bad experience um, because they're they're online interacting with us and they may have a bad experience and we'll never know about it so it's making sure that 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 awareness is constantly there in the organization and knowing that digital first we shouldn't look at it as a new um, theory or philosophy or anything it's really what's happening right now and we need to keep up with it how do you deal with the fact that so much of this is really a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week thing? That's tough. I think the world, and I mentioned this in the presentation, uh, the world of communications changed dramatically, I believe, around 2008 when Facebook became very popular and Twitter launched and YouTube started growing. I mean, that was, th that was really the year that um, a lot of these social media tools started to take on prominence and it's changed the entire news cycle and um, and I think probably for the last five or six years people have been trying to adapt to that many people probably uh, suffering from burnout because of it but I, what I am starting to see uh, and and it's great is some organizations starting to put boundaries around that even things like some organizations not allowing uh, people to email after six o'clock or stating on your Twitter channel that you're only going to be monitoring the comments between, you know, 8.15 and 5 o'clock. So you're starting to see a bit more of that. And I think there's more and more acceptance that while these tools can be a fantastic way to communicate and reach your audiences one-on-one, -on -one, um, and for me as a citizen to be able to connect with whomever I need, whatever organization I need to, it's, it's a great method. But I think there's growing appreciation for the fact that we do need some work-life balance in these organizations. And I think some of these departments are starting to stand up for that and, and draw the line in the sound. Now, of course, because of all of these digital tools that are available to people, things like, oh, YouTube, for example, and SoundCloud and this sort of thing, it really has caused the democratization of media. So how do you handle within your organization, or how would you suggest that people handle this within their organizations, those sorts of people who have the, the energy to get out there and post things on behalf of their organizations, and they're maybe not involving the communications people, they're not really involving the IT people because maybe they feel they don't really need to. You know, that's a great question. I think it's one that every organization is dealing with. Quite honestly, I think it comes down to policy, awareness and developing some guidance for managers and directors, awareness that these are corporate communications tools that we use to communicate and market um, our organizations, our businesses, and that, um, and, you know, I think there's a there's a very strong role there for the HR department. I think because social media and web and whatnot is seen as this, this digital IT comms piece, that naturally the policies around use of that internally um, should come from us. But I would argue that the HR departments um, have a primary role in understanding the tools and, and looking at how the behavior online is transferred to our behavior offline. 
offline. So what would we do with a case of a staff member, you know, standing up and, you know, leading a protest against our organization sort of in the real world? Well, you know, if that's what they're doing with uh, a Twitter account or a Facebook page, there's a parallel there. So part of me thinks that there's not that much that is that new. I'm, I'm always looking for, well, what's the, what's the equivalent in the real world that we've been dealing with? And how do we apply the practice around dealing with that to the online world? But I, I certainly think that it's um, HR departments working with IT and communications to develop those policies and to educate staff and managers so that they can um, direct staff on how to use these tools and ensure that they know that these are for corporate communications purposes and, and not just for leisure. In fact, I've seen it where employees of an organization might have a personal blog and they've indicated very clearly on their blog that the opinions that they're expressing are their own. Yeah, I mean, that's tricky. I think a lot of people have probably gotten caught up in um, sort of this groundswell of ability to publish. Anybody's a publisher now. Successful bloggers compete with major media outlets. So the whole media landscape has changed. And so anything that you say or do online becomes part of your persona, your own online, it's your online personality. And I think that people are, I think people have had a difficult time adjusting to that. You know, you think that this is my Facebook account, it's private, and I can do what I want on it. But really, anything that is online is fair game to anybody. Much like if I were to go, like I said, if, if I were to go and, you know, set up a protest, organize a protest um, against my organization, um, my organization would deal with that in a certain fashion. And we should expect that organizations will deal similarly with our activities online. And I think most um, organizations, people that I've talked to in this profession, their HR departments, have gotten onto this and um, are educating staff and um, you know putting some of the boundaries around what is and isn't acceptable around their online activity. But I think what's really important, especially for the professionals that are part of IABC and CPRS, is to really be aware that we've got our in-person professional uh, status, that we develop our, our reputation, that we develop in the real world, looking at our online persona is no different. In fact, we should be applying all the same principles online and and being diligent about it and using it to our advantage. Great. Now, back to building that digital first communication team within your organization, what would be your best piece of advice on how to bring the various stakeholders together and getting them working in a constructive way? My best advice, and, and I mentioned this during the panel, is to remind everybody and um, to keep part of the conversation, the overall goals and objectives of the organization. So if you're in government, you're often uh, trying to communicate and raise awareness around policy and government action um, on issues. If you're in the private sector, um, you're most likely trying to, to sell product and build your corporate brand. Whatever activity we're doing online, it's, it, it's fair game. It's open to anybody to interact with, to comment on, and what happens you. So it's reminding people from those different disciplines that sit on those project teams that that is ultimately our goal. We're here to educate, we're here to sell, we're here to raise awareness. And how are we each going to bring our own um, unique specializations and bring it together in a way that helps us meet that end goal and realize that a lot of the activities that we need to come together for in the real world, we need to do the same thing in the online digital world. 
I guess it's a little bit like a sports team where everybody understands how they want to win the game and that everybody has a position to play and they need to play it with complete gusto. Absolutely. The the goalie is not the forward <laughs> on the soccer field, right? And they've um, they've trained differently. They they wear different equipment. They've got different training schedules and whatnot. They've specialized in those areas, um, but they also have appreciation for what the other has to do. And so I think to me that is first and foremost when I sit down with a team that involves people that have you know um, communications, writing backgrounds, design backgrounds, um, more of the analytics, data scientist backgrounds. Data science is you know sort of that emerging field in IT. You've got systems analysts. They all come from these different specializations. They've trained differently, they work differently, they have different processes. It's having appreciation for that and allowing time for those roles to do what they need to do and and bring their best game forward. And and really, for people in mine and, and Matt's role is to sit back and know what each of those specializations are supposed to do and try and make sure that they're working together effectively and remove any barriers. Splendid. Any final thoughts? I think what I would say to members of IABC, CPRS that may be listening to this podcast or or otherwise, I think there's been a lot of barriers and hurdles to sort of break down um, these silos within organizations. And I think for people that are entering this field or are working in this field right now, I would say be aware of that, be aware of the establishment that exists and that the projects that we're doing and that this field that we're working in and that we're building is very new. It's difficult for a lot of people to grasp and understand. But the thing that I always remind myself is that when most of us leave the workplace at the end of the day, we get on our phones and we're checking the news, we're checking the traffic reports on Twitter, um, we're booking flights online. We're doing all of this stuff in our personal lives. We, as communicators, need to find ways to bring that behavior back into the organization to build awareness and acceptance and, and build strong teams around these projects so that we are successful. Terrific. Thanks for joining us and good luck with the rest of the conference. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us for this recap of the latest IABC Edmonton Professional Development Session. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Be sure to join us next time.